What's going on? Every buddy, you've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. I am Le Cartel, and I am apparently just back from a drug bust and uh, happy to be back in uh, the cardboard coaches space. It is both to cold go. and sunny where he's at. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Team, today we have some very, very, very exciting news to share with you all. Uh, if you haven't already heard, um, buckle up because Tops is giving back. Um, what we're referring to is several promotions that Tops uh, is running, one of which, uh, the first one, is a MVP buyback program. Now, what this entails is that uh, any 2022 Topps Chrome products, so, I mean, we know that Topps Chrome, there's so many different releases. There's, like, Logo Fractors and all these other parallels. Uh, any Topps Chrome product from 2022, um, the two players you want to be looking for specifically are the two MVPs, so Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt. They are offering a, a tiered, um, essentially, money back uh, in store credits, if you visit your local card shop, um, it's not not all card shops are participating in this, so you'd have to check out the Tops website. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll try to provide some details uh, lower in the comment section. Um, but so a base card will get you twenty dollars. A refractor, non numbered, will get you forty dollars. Ching. A numbered par parallel greater than one hundred. So if the parallel is numbered over one hundred. Uh, you get $100. And if the parallel is numbered less than 100, you get $200. Um, hopefully, you're still following. The point is, I mean, these are cards that would otherwise be, I mean, kind of throwaways. You know what I mean? Like, you, you rip packs and you're chasing the hottest rookies, realistically speaking. Um, you're chasing maybe some low number parallels of perhaps your favorite player or Mike Trout or Mookie Betts or, I mean, any of these guys that are probably going to be all star or uh, Hall of Famers. Um, you know, guys that uh, maybe it's a nice looking parallel or you want to complete a parallel set. Uh, and that's pretty much as far as it goes. But now Tops has provided this initiative to not only revitalize sales of 2022 Topps Chrome products, because apparently they're flying off the shelves now, um, but also it's it's kind of like a really cool treasure hunt. How do you feel about this? Uh, now, first of all, no one's tossing away Aaron Judge parallels, but they're certainly tossing away Aaron Judge. Just like a card. refractor? No, you're not tossing that, but you're tossing a base card for sure. Okay, yeah. I, I say tossing very loosely. Like for yeah. me, I have a pile like it's going off, in my, it's off going in my dollar bin. I don't even have it in dollar. Like I would have that off to my side and I would include that in something that I ship. You know, like I, I tend to throw in a, like a few cards here and there for like whenever someone buys something, I try to get like the relevant sport and just include some of those. And yeah. that's the kind of stuff that I would probably include in a in a in a in a buy there. Right. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so we'll talk about what Tops has done since the absolute PR disaster of having forgotten to insert short prints into the much awaited 2022 Tops Chrome product. Uh, we all know the cartel has a very, very special relationship with Tops in that he mostly hates Tops. So I have, I'm coming at this from an interesting perspective, right? I'm not 
trying to be um, buddy buddy with tops. I'm not trying to be buddy buddy with them ever. Yeah. yeah. But what they've done since that debacle has been very positive. They gave their customers an opportunity, uh, an easy opportunity to score those logo fractor boxes, which were readily available. I think they were like 50 bucks a pop. They're like a mega box basically on their website. I got in on that. Many people I know got in on that. Those boxes are now, I believe, going for around 200 or more um, because of that uniqueness and that ability to pull uh, short prints and these logo fractor variations. They then announced the Silver Pack program. And I have a little bit of experience with all of this. You, ha- I'm assuming you have not cracked any Chrome product. No, I have not. So I have a little bit of experience with all of this now. Um, the logo fractors I haven't dipped into yet. But as, uh, as Wax Muncie on Instagram and many others know, I, I eventually will. Uh, I have opened one box of Topps Chrome, which is not cheap. Um, that came with the silver pack. I mean, it's much cheaper than when it, sh- when it first arrived at stores. Yeah. I don't know what's going on right now since, since they announced this new program. But uh, uh, I, did, I got a good hit in the silver pack. Not fantastic or anything. It was a Wander Franco refractor. Uh, interestingly enough, I went back to my stack from the Chrome box that I opened and I did not hit any Goldschmidt or Judge at really? all. You're, you're not guaranteed a set. There aren't that many cards in a Topps Chrome box. Yeah. Uh, I, opened a hob- I opened a hobby. Maybe you're guaranteed a set in a jumbo? A jumbo? I don't know. You are as far as like the base series goes, but I don't know about Chrome. But uh, listen, this is a fantastic promotion. I don't care that it's an entity that I'm not a big fan of. It's smart. It creates this inherent value in the cards. I'm sure, Coach Co, you're seeing every day these stories, buying Goldschmidt and Judge Chrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Send me your Goldschmidt and Judge Chrome. Well, yeah. I can either send it to you or I can put it in an envelope and mail it to Tops, but I don't know. Apparently, um, Com C was like just bananas as soon as it was oh, announced. man. Because like, imagine how many like 10 cent, 20 cent, 30 cent cards, yes. right? Like... Like yeah. you're talking about a hundred xing your money on a ten cent yeah, buy, right? Like, yeah, it's an opportunity. It's a fantastic opportunity to flex your muscles in, in in terms of staying ear to the ground. And and when you hear about something like this, jumping on it. Same thing with the logo fractor boxes. Yeah. Everyone was smart. Everyone grabbing those was smart. That was a deal. And and that, that was literally top saying, "Look, we're we're doing something for you here because we so badly screwed up." I yeah. still don't know how they could have possibly screwed that up there was so much hype leading to the chrome release about this the sps um series one and series two was so lame that this was the chance to take advantage of this incredible rookie class and all the hype and they dropped the ball they even Um, uh, they even included redemptions in the silver packs like i mean i've seen a lot of people pull like lubob bowman first autos i saw i saw a gold otani chrome rookie autograph yeah that's crazy they they loaded them uh mind you you'll still see look the hobby is based on chance when it comes to wax and i've heard stories of people bought a whole case and they you know you end up with like a dozen silver packs yeah got nothing nothing yeah but that, but it's, it's just it's just cool to have an opportunity to hit something from like years past. Do you know what I mean? Like no, that I think everything we're talking about here, the way they handled those silver packs and what they put in there, the um the logo fractor uh uh brand, and now this program with Judge and Goldschmidt, 
all of the card companies should be taking note of this and doing stuff like this, especially right now when the hobby needs it the most, when there's some people panicking and there's some people complaining about how their individual cards are going down in value, but wax remains high. Yes. There's got to be these promotions yes. to add incentive, right? So like, let I, me ask I, you. I think you and I are on the same page thinking this is the good stuff that we need yeah. to do some more of, right? So let me ask you something. So is this the sign of things to come with Fanatics? Because we all know that Fanatics is a lot of pull in a lot of different markets. They, I mean, the owners of Fanatics, uh, they know a lot of big people and those big people own big companies and specifically in the sports and sports cards and memorabilia space. Uh, I mean, is this the kind of pull that they're going to be having moving forward? And and is this something that we can expect moving forward? What do you think? And, and yeah, I, I think absolutely we can expect promotions like this and the fact that they're getting their hands, it's kind of like, you know, when a company gets their, uh, gets their hands on like um, old material, like video material or, yeah. you know, film material they're, they're gonna have these warehouses full of stuff do something with that stuff get on it right away start moving that stuff uh that's a whole thing by the way the whole concept of why is it that upper deck can replace some of your stuff with such huge cards that were redemptions why, or, or or cards that were pack um inserted like why were they not available in the boxes that's a conversation but but there's, there's a whole system there. They have to have extras on hand. They have to have stuff that they can replace or send out to customers. You can, can you imagine what's in the Upper Deck warehouse? You know, like in terms of extra stuff that they've got lying around, it's crazy. I had a Connor McDavid buyback autograph replaced. Crazy. Different serial number, right? So what do they have sitting around there that wasn't inserted into packs or that is lying around. I told you the story about the high glosses without the numbering yeah. that they sent. Yeah. Man, do I ever regret moving that Brad Marchand. But again, it was really weird. Most people who saw it didn't know what to make of it. Uh, so we don't even know what Fanatics is going to have lying around that they have access to. Put it out there. Do these promotions. Get people excited about this sort of thing. And, and it, it, it does add a sense of pride to people who are able to be on top of it and are now taking advantage of this Judge Goldschmidt thing. Like, well, you feel like you're doing something here. You know, and, and people are buying baseball again. Like, I mean, yeah. it's funny because last week, literally last week, you and I were talking about how at the show, nobody was buying baseball. Do you know what I mean? There's nobody was few. buying baseball. There are some dedicated fans, but we saw that there was a big gap for sure. Right. But like, and, and, and they, they used this and they created this massive momentum. And then what they did was they turned that momentum into another thing, which is the second promotion where they partnered with SGC, yes. which I think is also pretty cool and, like, actually yep. kind of telling, like, why didn't they go to PSA? Why didn't they go to the CSG? Why didn't they? They could have gone to any diff, any company, really. Intent, reliability. They could uh, they could have gone to any company, really, but they went to SGC, and yep. they partnered with SGC, and SGC is now offering a $9 per card promotion for the newly released Bowman Chrome 2022. So any Nine card bucks. old from Bowman Chrome 2022 which just came out that you they're grading it for $9 no declared value we know the turnaround times at SGC are crazy fast like this is crazy like this is i mean it's big and i don't think enough people are giving it like i mean i posted videos about it and and really just didn't get the traction i thought it would because i think both of these these moves moves made by fanatics are massive 
not only to fanatics, but to the the the, the card collecting space in general. I yep. think we need to see more cohesion between companies. I think you know if, if one person sacrifices a dollar and another person sacrifices a dollar, and those two people combine can help you sacrifice two dollars. You know, like that goes a long way to longevity in the space. And as we've seen over the course of, let's say, the last two years, many people have come and gone. Do you know what I mean? And and even the people yep. who were true collectors before, maybe yep. prices got too high and they're like, I can't afford to rip wax anymore. I can't afford to buy my favorite players. Right. So I think both of these moves go a long way in terms of longevity in the hobby. It's so smart. The second I – what's the CEO's name of SGC? This guy's name. I don't know. Do, do, do you remember his name? Peter. The second I saw that video where he's sitting down at that table doing his thing, I like his his style yeah, overall. Yeah. And he's just like uh, – although I have a feeling he wouldn't like me or necessarily the cardboard coaches. We I think we delve too deep. He He's one of those don't be negative guys. But nonetheless, he's, he's done a great job as, as a head of operations. And uh, the second he sat down and he mentioned tops, I almost saw it come. I almost knew where he was going with it. I was like, they got together and they're going to grade a specific set and offer a deal on it. So smart. So smart. And, and, and like you said, this is a big revitalization for baseball. Great timing with the, the dude, Bowman Chrome right now. I mean, That's what I mean, for, forget about the firsts, which everybody gets excited about too excited. A lot of risks are taken. But me, beyond the firsts, look at this rookie crop. And and it, it, they're very hard to hit the rookie autographs. But the autographs of all these guys, Julio, Wander, Bobby Witt Jr., I'm not going to sit here and list all of them, but Torkelson. It, it's, it's awesome. It's excellent timing. And SGC's caught a little bit of fire. And when you catch fire, people want you. As Coach Co knows, when you got a good groove going, you know, people, people want a piece of you. And um, it's amazing timing and such a smart promotion for both companies. And SGC is doing all the right things right now because they see they continue to see the opportunity, maybe not to go for number one. It's going to be a little difficult at this point. But boy, boy, oh boy, can they go for number two? They know, they're trust me, they're not stupid. They know it's an uphill battle with market value. Anytime anyone gets excited about SGC, when I get excited about SGC, you're going to have some dope who's going to, I mean, not, not a dope, but you're going to have some naysayer who reminds you. I don't say dope because there's plenty of intelligent people who say yes, this, but they'll yeah, remind yeah. you that the market value is not there, blah, blah, blah. But, but like, correct me if I'm wrong, having more cards in SGC slabs helps establish yes, a market. Do you know what I mean? Course, so like, it's absolutely. genius. Like, it's so smart. It's so smart to keep prices low. And then you yeah. have a, a whole market and like that provides liquidity because people can price things out and they know roughly how much this costs. Like one of the biggest objections when purchasing cards that essentially like, I mean, maybe in SGC slabs and it's happened to me specifically when it comes to soccer, but also happens in PSA with soccer slabs for me. So it just happens. But like if there's no established market, people are kind of hesitant to pay a price for something, right? Because it's like, oh, well, where did this come from? Yeah. Um, or there's yeah. like this odd, like, let's say it's an SGC nine five and you know, there's a PSA price or PSA 10 price, a PSA nine price, a BGS nine five price. And we yeah. know that like, BGS nine fives fluctuate based on true gem or true gem plus or min, yeah. uh, min gem. Right. So there's just so many, um, things. So if they create their own independent market, 
just because all, there's all these cards graded in those slabs. I mean, that goes a long way. Yeah, and, and here on the coaches, we've said it before, the top sales are in SQC slabs. And uh, that's, that's a big thing. But like you're saying, the way that a lot of people tend to treat SQC, I think this is a pretty accurate way of putting it, is they're almost treating it like a, a pre-review, like a slabbed card review. Yeah. And they should because like the fact that there's a grade, don't get this twisted, 9.5 is not BGS 9.5. And PSA, PSA, you know, PSA 10 is not SGC 9.5. SGC 9.5 is a unique grade that tells you that there's a chance. It's better than Mint, but it's not Gem. But I've seen SGC 9.5's cross. And I actually, I'm, I'm falling more in love with that designation. I have a prediction, Coach Co, that in my latest SGC submission, a very important card we discussed the other day, which is the J-Rob, I did send them a future watch. Did you? I, and I think you did. Did you? Oh, I thought you said you did as well. No, no, no. Yes. I, I said I didn't it's, know you. I didn't. The the future watch J Rob went to SGC. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was part of the big deal that I. No, made no, I, with, I know. I remember. I remember. And, I, and, and it's funny because I literally walked by your table afterwards. I was like, I'm only buying J Rob, and you're like, Well, I have this well, future watch, and I'm like, Ah. Uh. <laughs> well, well, here's the situation, and give me yeah. your input here. Yeah. This is the way my thought process worked. Was I think it's a really nice card. You know that I'm very picky. You know that I have my own analysis. You know that I have a good gem rate when it comes to what I'm predicting. I, in my head, I thought it certainly had a shot at a BGS gem, but you know, I don't really want to do any business with them. No, I know. Yeah, I, mean, I thought yeah. it had a very outside shot at PSA 10, but how long would I have to wait submitting through PSA Canada? Yeah. Or the, and, and, well. and the upcharges. Cause I mean, you know, it's, it's correct. Now it's what so, $600, right? So yeah. In the hands yeah. of the raw card has improved by almost a couple hundred dollars since yeah. I acquired it. Yeah. The, the guy is playing his ass off. Now I handed it into SGC via mint Inc 30 bucks. I'm going to have it back in about a week. Yep. So would you say I made a decent play there now? Look, it might come back in eight for all I know, but um but yeah no me, I, I mean i think i think it's that's the right call i think um i mean especially when it comes to a card like this like and yeah. if you think it's a nine five i think i'm predicting a nine five nine, nine five with a ten auto nine five with a ten auto is, is a, it's a nice it's nice i don't know what anyway there you go and it's gonna have i love yeah. the way they present yeah. the grade for the i love that yeah and a 10 10 to me is just stunning i love it um, I will tell you one thing on SGC, but before I get there, I just wanted to say I, I did crack one pack of Bowman Chrome. It's such an exciting product. It's expensive. It is. It's expensive. What did you pay for uh, a pack? Uh, the pack was 30 bucks. Uh, I got to tell you. Yeah, because a, a, a hobby is uh, 360. Fuck. Two, 260. 260. Two? No, it's got to be more than that. Three, 360. Yeah. So I paid 30 for the pack of five carts. Uh, I tend to wait for the mega boxes. Um, the mega boxes tend to give you one pack that has the mojo refractors. The rest, you you can't, I don't think you can get the first, they're just base cards. So even though it's a better value, it's very tough to, to pull something nice. Well, and especially middle. because those mega boxes are like 60, 70 bucks, no? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, when, when I was buying the 2021, which I stacked, like 50. Um, they were like 50 bucks yeah yeah 50. i was happy to buy a ton of now those. they're like 60 70 yeah i'd like rip one put yeah. one away yeah and i did pretty well actually surprisingly and 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 josh over at hit him high one of his friends hit a hit, hit a one of one anyway That's crazy um i pulled the auto uh there's two autos in a, in a hobby 
This is Michael Burroughs, who apparently is a sneaky good pitcher in the Pirates organization. And uh, it's in great shape. I'm not going to grade it necessarily, but it's in great shape. I'll tell you this, though. I'm just putting it out there because I, I don't I do not play sides, people. I don't. I've been accused of everything under the sun. Like anyone who puts their 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 uh, voice out is going to be accused of a million different things. I remember. Remember, there was a whole period of time I apparently worked for PSA. Yeah, I, I, I'm very honest about every aspect and every angle. And that's why I hate when people try to create like a, a tribal mentality that, you know, if, if you push back on golden, you're, you're an overall pushback guy. And so you must share the same values. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's not a real thing. Or you you're, have, to, you have to stick with a company, even though they're like treating you correct. like shit. Yeah. And, and, just... and, and by the way, that, that applies to politics. If you are a, a, a an intelligent human being, you are drawing your own conclusions, figuring it out for yourself, not just following a narrative that someone is feeding you because you're in the quote unquote group. So uh, what I did notice, I, I got a Bobby Witt and a Spencer Torque in the same pack. Rookie card logo designation. There are a lot of printing issues. There's bubbles, um, the type of surface issues you see on Panini stuff. So again, even though I was excited about the promotion uh, and I'm only one pack in, but I, I would have liked to have sent in that Bobby Witt Jr., but it's got a little bubble on it. Yeah. And again, get the quality control. Look, you can you can do a million great promotions, but got to get on top of the quality control. Yeah. Um, I wonder. So I did want to point that out. Is um, I mean, is this standard for them to have rookie card logos on on yes. like Bowman Chrome after yeah. the rookie year? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Bowman base is still the same year as Series 1, 2, and Update. Fair enough. So, so Julio will have a card in there with the rookie card designation. And then there will be the whole subset with the firsts, right? Bowman yeah, yeah. Firsts. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you'll, a lot of those cards will be available in the Mega Boxes. You'll be able to pull Bobby Witt Jr. rookie card. You'll be able to pull. They don't tend to carry a lot of value in their raw form. They might right now because of the recency bias. But if you look at, you know, the, the 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 21 crop <clears throat> there's no value in a jazz chisholm or a alec bomb bowman rookie card logo there's really not any value i mean mind you these players all kind of crap the bed but how many no how many sets did tops produce this year bro like i feel like bobby witt jr has like 700 and i, I uh, wander franco wander franco specifically i feel like he has like i got to say at least at least 25 30 rookie cards like different well, rookie cards is, not including parallels yeah this is the year they uh well no last year was the year they chromed up allen and ginter yeah and uh yeah i mean i, I don't know i mean i don't think it's too too wild because remember the whole issue with the base set was like series two they, they didn't they waited till the very end they waited till update to load it up with rookie cards wander was the only big name that they put in series one yeah and then now Wander has a, a debut in update. Um, he doesn't have a lot of like base stuff. Okay, so now he has Tops Chrome and all the parallels. Uh, Bowman's best hasn't hit yet. Bowman, he now has the Bowman Chrome rookie. Bowman Chrome rookies. I mean, it's pretty standard, but I know what you mean. Lo it's logo now, fractors. He's got general, it's a lot. lot. I just feel like it's you, a lot. When you consider SPs, there's a lot of Julio rookies out there, it's right? a lot. Yeah, sure. But um, I do S like the fact that the baseball crowd, like, when they like something and they hone in on it, they stick with it. Like yeah. the Acuna bat down is still very much, dude, do you know how many people asked me about the Acuna bat down at the show? And even after I got rid of mine, they wanted, they still wanted it. And 
I wanted one. I was going to do a deal with uh, some kid who ended up dropping the ball on ever doing a deal with me, quite frankly. Uh, he knows who he is. And uh, it, it's the, the, the Julio SP from Series 2, which was in many ways the only reason to buy Series 2 was to go for these SPs. And that's like iconic already, that, that, um, that horizontal shot yeah. of Julio. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's still cool. But yeah, the, the, the way the market responds to the fact that there's all these cards, the Julio Bowman Chrome rookie card logo will not carry much value Yeah, I don't, at the end of the day. Yeah. The refractor, sure. Also, don't forget, they number the refractors in Bowman Chrome. So those are always desirable. $4.99, right? Yeah, those are always desirable. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, there's going to be um, all the other the colored parallels and uh and all the all the like i mean it's it's so funny the, the update is so loaded and now you can you can pull a gold foil wander franco debut yeah and you know it's is so many parallels of, of, of a great rookie class and when i say great i mean all these guys were hyped up yeah um, i mean even bobby wood jr who didn't really get any nods um he still he he hit 2020 quite comfortably if i'm not mistaken like 20 home runs 20 20 stolen bases which is not easy to do um, no, he's a huge talent. It's just that the expectations were so high. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like shortstops just don't get a ton of love, quite frankly. Now, I, what I wanted to say about SEC real quick is they really do need to do something about how easy it is to crack their slots. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's, uh, I mean, most, I mean, you could just, just simple, fucking say it, you know, that's it's, yeah, yeah. It's the most simple process. It's funny because someone recently posted on Instagram, uh, they're like, I'm going to crack a bunch of slabs and they got the pliers with the, 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 the really the special pliers yeah, and yeah, yeah. All this like, stuff. Like, like the glass cutter ones, you know? Yeah. And I get it for PSA, which by the way, is becoming more and more difficult to deal with. This is a thing. Cracking PSA slabs is becoming very difficult. Is it? Yeah, I don't know if PSA made certain changes. By the way, I am holding on to your your vintage hockey. Yeah, I know. Return, and I told you they are now experimenting with the frames. I don't know why they decided to give your Grant Fuhr one of those, but not your Dino Cicerelli. But yeah. the, the the frame is now wider, and there's a plastic insert like Beckett. I've been experiencing that with stickers for quite some time, my friend. Well, that's what I, that's <laughs> what I was yeah. I was used to for the stickers, but now they're yeah. doing it for the cars. And it's so weird. It's like you're introducing this new slab, but you're rolling it out in such a way that one specific order of 10 cards has differences. Yeah, that's you, weird. You'll see what I mean when you have it. You could do a whole ticky-tocky on it, Brenda. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the slabs are becoming more difficult to crack. That's all I can tell you. BGS, I have my own style, which I think is actually simpler than most people make it. And it's 100% consistent and good. I, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm sitting around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really not. Yeah. But uh, I actually now have a stack about this thick of PSA slabs that I'd like to get into. And I'm scared because they're becoming more difficult. The SGC slab, you need one tool that everyone has. A knife. So this guy's like getting into it. <laughs> and everyone in his comments is like, dude. You didn't have to go through that with the SGC slab. They are so easy to crack to the point that when you're done cracking it, I recently had a, a friend of mine take care of some of the UFC SGC slabs. And when I was done and I put them back, label in the same spot and I closed them and I handed them to him. And he's like, dude, like you're basically the cards missing, but I'm holding the slab. 
And of course, you know, if your eye takes a look at the frosting and that sort of thing, you'll catch it. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like completely untapped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like but, it's like it's it, it it if you're looking for it. Yeah, but you know what's unfortunate. But what's funny is even on some PSA slabs, you'll see some frosting from like if you accidentally like ding yeah, corner yeah, of the yeah, slab. Yeah. So that can be a little misleading. That concept, you just got to take a close look figure it out but but it does freak me out that the sgc slab can be reused now generally speaking people are cracking out like sgc 8s and 8.5s so i don't know why you'd want to you, you you see what i'm saying the method would be the method would be see i'm kind of saying the thing i shouldn't say i yeah i was gonna say the like real thing would be remove like, the pen and, yes 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 send it out again and then slip in something that's less than 10 but again you're taking all sorts of chances because someone's going to notice it's not a 10. And you're, then you're, taking like, oh, the, you're, you're taking the chance of going to jail, my friend. Well, yeah, <laughs> sure. But but what I'm saying is you're taking the chance of someone's like, oh, the, the, this corner's dinged. And then you're like, well, you blame SQC. Say, well, it's subjective. And, the, and then, you know, an, an inquiry is launched. And the next thing you know, like you said, you're in shackles. But uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's I, Every time I pop one of those, I find it disturbing. Um, I don't know if that's a... Like, I don't, I don't know if SGC even really cares because look, they have their process, their patented process and it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but at the very least I can say the people that are cracking these slabs are cracking eights and 8.5s. They're not going to be replacing it to, to get another 8.5. No, that's, I mean? that's 100% correct. We, but uh, I love my SGC slabs. Otherwise they look great. Some sets look fantastic in the tucks. We all know that. We on the subject of baseball, um, and, and on the subject of, I mean, there's a, a bunch of people not necessarily taking L's. Some of us taking L's. Um, you know, I recently sold something, sold something for a loss. Um, I know and, where this is leading, by the way. And I think, uh, I think we can, we can talk about this openly. Uh, we can talk about our losses openly. And, uh, I mean, we were talking before the show about, I mean, I was actually kind of shocked about, <laughs> uh, Aquino on, uh, the, the Reds. The Reds, uh, the Punisher. for those of you who follow baseball, um, you know that this guy had a meteoric rise to stardom when Didn't he first, wasn't it, wasn't it a record? He broke many records, many records upon being called up. Uh, I think he was the fastest player to hit like 10 home runs, the fastest player to hit 15 yeah. home runs, like, and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, during his very brief tenure, I mean, not just in the league, <laughs> But uh, it, in his first call-up, he was called up, um, you know, towards the end of the season for the Reds, and he went on an absolute mashing fest, and his cards were crazy expensive. And there was a lot of promise that this man would hit 40 home runs or 50 home runs, and especially with his stature, he's a very tall and strong individual. Um, and he recently signed for the, for the Japanese League, is what you were telling me. Yes. And, uh, I mean, you're not the only person I know that has – I mean, a ton of Aquino, but you're probably the person that I, I closest to that does. Um, and Let's be honest. I have all the Aquino. Yeah, I think, don't you have, a, I think you have a red, don't you? I have a green sapphire. That's probably. what it is. That's what it is. The green. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I loved this guy on so many levels because, you know, starting with the nickname and the way that he came into the league um, and his overall, like he was very flamboyant. And I, I, I thought he was kind of a dark horse in the whole, in that, you know, era where we were going after Acuna and Soto and, 
uh, all these other guys. I always want, I always wanted to try to get a little bit off the beaten path. Like even Jordan was a little off the beaten path. Oh no, for sure. And, and I would argue still is to be honest, like, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, man, it just goes to show baseball is some of the riskiest prospecting you can do. I immediately think of uh, uh, Jared uh, Kalinich from from last year. That's right? true. That's true. It's so risky, and this Joe, guy just... Joe Adele. Like I put, I put a, a decent chunk of change into Joe Adele. I'm not like, giving up on Joe Adele. Two he years had, ago, he man. A, he started fixing his swing towards the end of last season. I still have hope for Joe Adele. I might have but some listen, Joe Adele that no might one cares anymore you. because. We have a whole new crop coming in and then a new crop after that. So who cares about Joe Adele? At this point, he's going to have to really turn it up. Well, look, look at look at Cody Bellinger, man. And I'm afraid of, you know, I, I'm afraid for, for myself, Kyle Lewis is next when, when it comes to that sort of thing. He just got so, traded to the Diamondbacks, no? And Bellinger is a former MVP. A lot of rumors regarding the Blue Jays. I'm hoping that might pan out. but um, Or maybe I shouldn't be hoping that if I want the Blue Jays to play well. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you can't talk like that. You own so many Bellinger cards, man. And and I missed the boat on a lot. I did well with Bellinger, yeah. but I missed the boat on my best Bellingers because I was I was I don't know. I just put that on camera. Why I I felt there was just bigger and better things coming, so I didn't want to move the tippy top. Well, I mean, he was young and he just won an MVP and playing for the Dodgers, yeah. and I mean, yeah. he looked like a perennial powerhouse, you know. Yeah, and, and and at no point. Oh man, I just got such a funny text as we're recording from Wax Muncie. Uh, almost like he knows what we're talking about, <laughs> which is impossible. We're not live or anything. No, no. He's literally like, uh, people in Japan will love your stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess I can advertise to people in Japan for the Kino stuff. What's what's the shipping like to Japan? My God, I can only imagine. Plus, and by the way, that's that. I mean, that's a whole other topic, but we don't talk much about how that translates. Like, you know, there's a lot of former MLB players and a lot of North Americans in the Japanese league. We've never talked about if that translates uh, in the market. And quite frankly, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on that, but I don't think it translates. Um, does does a Japanese fan all of a sudden want the American cards of that player that's now on their team? Maybe. I mean, he, 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 what if he just starts mashing balls and he's like all well, of a sudden the that MVP? Does happen. I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. Possibly. Um, I mean, there was that, there was that picture that, was on the Cardinals and he had a couple of good years in the majors. Then went back to Japan and he's like the top pitcher in Japan right now. But Eric, Eric Thames was mashing it in, in Japan, like absolutely crushing balls in Japan. So and then he, and then he can kids buying his cards. I I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe, actually. Maybe not. I mean, card collecting in, in Japan is getting pretty big in oh, the Asian, have, Asian, Asian countries in general. They have uh, BBM and, and low. They, they have card series. It's a big deal. They fill up stadiums. When you it's where, said it's where, it's where Otani came from, it's where Seiya Suzuki came from. Real, unless he came from a Korean league, and now I'm just being a, a dope. When you said BBM, I truly thought you meant BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah, you would think that since I'm on a BlackBerry. <laughs> um, so that's, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. Still kills me, man. It still kills yeah, me. Yeah, well, it's starting to kill me now. But uh, but listen, the point of this conversation, I mean, also baseball some, prospecting some is light, so lightheartedness. Good. Yeah, baseball prospecting is very difficult. Prospecting in general is very difficult. I mean, hell, you could have a relatively established player who's played in the league for four or five seasons or six seasons. I mean, look at like Andrew Luck in the NFL. The guy abruptly retires. You know what I mean? So like collecting has its ups and downs 
Or you got um, a basketball player that ends up in the G League and then is gone. I mean, I mean, Der- Derek Rose won an MVP when he was like 23 years old, and he proceeded to blow out his knees. Right? Like, um, not all not all NCAA heroes are going to have. So we MVP. all we all take L's, right? Um, and sure, it's sure. It, it's I guess part of the game. And if anyone is listening in Japan, you can contact me, Sports Card Cartel, on IG and, and eBay, and uh, we can talk business. Talk shop. <laughs> you got some really cute coasters for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> that's not bad. What if you did I, like a I, what I if you did like a wall of slabs of like a Kenya or like a, a, on a slab strong necklace? Oh man! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now you know uh, that that said, and stop me if I'm getting in the way of anything else we were gonna no. discuss or if we were gonna kind of um, expand on that, folks. Are you noticing what I'm noticing that there's a growing amount of uh, negativity? Can you believe I'm saying this and bitterness and anger that's popping up on social media feeds? And it's it, and I think is a little bit in line with people making bad moves, bad plays, portfolios, quote unquote, going down and things like that. I mean, I can't help but notice it's going hand in hand. But some of this stuff is the grandchildren. I'm calling them of of the pushback movement, which sports card cartel and cardboard coaches have always been a part of. We speak our mind. We certainly see, we sometimes say the things other people don't want to say, but we're very unique. The coaches are unique in the sense that we can push back, but then we we can have chats with Kenny Golden. We are unique in the space in that sense, and we're open minded. The sports card cartel and sports card live have have hashed things out and are now, you know, supporting one another and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I don't really go for, I mean, we don't tend to really go for like the jugular, like we just kind of want to know what's like, what's up. And like, I mean, it's more of like, I flapped my gums a little bit. Yeah. 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 But the more you do it and the more time goes on and the more bridges that are burned or bridges that are repaired, you get a perspective on it. And that's the whole point. I've been around. I'm an, I'm an old man, if you don't notice. Okay. So I've been around this, this space and a lot of people newer to the space are just kind of glomming onto that because that is a thing. Okay. Don't forget, like, you know, back in the day, you know, the, 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 the hippies, the, the civil rights movement, you're pushing back against the, the big dogs. Right. So it's, it's a natural thing. And it's important. It's important. We need people to be pushing back. There's all this talk about card porn lately. I, I don't know. It's it's all, all become too confusing for me. One minute they're they're doing this don't be negative thing. The next thing they're posting content about negativity. Ugh. But but we do. There are still some 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 watchdogs out there. And I was actually going to try to give some examples, but all of them are actually controversial at this point. As far as like the biggest hobby watchdogs, quote unquote, go. Um, you know, even you know like. AIH, our good friend, uh, when, when there's so much of that content, even if it's good, like I, I consider this content to be good and, and, and analytical and, and, and does bring up important points, but then some people like that's too much, uh, that that's, that's too much negativity. Sports card radio is the, 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 the guy insults the hobby. I know, I know. <laughs> he literally insults the hobby. He's going to insult you to your face. He, he, he keeps bringing up, like, he, he talks about like spoiled white people or something. And I'm like, dude, you're like white as white out. And, and he's just so angry at the, the, the hobby, but, but he's presenting in my, in my opinion, the best pushback material right now. There's none better. He does go for the jugular, but like sometimes people need to get their jugular check, but he's just so 
insulting to the hobby at large on his high horse. So that that's why now people I, I think are getting confused and they're getting really angry and they're getting really insulting. And now hate is permeating racist hate, um, just really hateful stuff. And that needs to be called out. Don't be afraid to call that out. So many people think that if the cartel feels this way about this grading company, that must mean that that's how he feels about all the big companies. And it's not true. Okay. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's day to day case by case. We talked today about tops doing great things. Yeah. How much time did I spend in 2020, late 2020 talking about all the bad things tops does? Yeah. Yet here I am acknowledging what they've done. Right. If you're a normal human being, you need to stop generalizing, which by the way is the root of racism. You, you got to stop grouping and lumping things and you got everything is case by case day by day that's always how i've handled it if you see real hate call it out call it out and push back on that like don't just like leave it be and you know i was encouraged by a recent incident where people were calling out recognizing it so don't don't just like keep scrolling so to speak because this guy's spewing his garbage or this group or this guy there's kids around I'm about to do uh, some work with a kid in the hobby who's really excited about doing some stuff. I'm going to do like a break with him. Spread the positivity and like push back on that kind of stuff. It's okay to criticize PSA. It's okay to criticize. You don't want to like start getting into Nat Turner's family that, as an example. You, you don't want to start getting into the, the race or background of the person you're going after. Like you got a, a beef with someone, put it out there. That's fine. But the, the, the hatred I'm seeing on the feed is really concerning. We've talked about how it's important to have an inclusive space. We talked about the kids, the generations, how important that is to the hobby. 10, 20 years down the line, you're going to want someone interested in your cards. You're not going to want someone who tried to get into it and was like, holy crap, there's people swearing. and Or and someone who's hate. now dead. <laughs> Who, who are you who are you talking about well just like older generations you know the people yeah, yeah, who are like like true 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 collectors you know like yeah, you no, that's true and the, like, the people that can anchor it yeah yeah, yeah. so so yeah that's the you know like uh, it's just hateful stuff is hateful stuff that's different that's not what we're doing it's not what aih is doing i had this conversation with him we're, we're not we're not generalizing people we're not like creating a scapegoat and doing the things that people that are actual awful hateful racists do don't do that simple minds out there call them out block them if you need to anyway sorry sorry being so passionate about it no, it's, no. Not, it's not the thing i want to see when i'm going through my feed this is an escape for us right and it's a place for conversation and discussion you know everything we bring up you and i brendan it's it's the concept is to make it for the better maybe some things that we said about tops led to tops making better decisions i'm not trying to give us that much yeah, clout yeah. or anything but you know yeah. what i mean like maybe some but by the way maybe something we said got into the head of another influencer that may watch our material and then he put it out there and it went up yeah, the chain. Yeah, of course of course of course and it led to good things you know i mean i think anytime that we talk about inclusivity in the hobbies massive um i mean it's no surprise that i mean it's just it's not the most inclusive place and it's not the most welcoming place for everybody and so if we can take a step back, all of us, and just, make it you know, find find ways that we can be more supportive to everybody, um, I think it's going to go a long way. I mean, not just for the value of our cards, which we need to start, like, also kind of pulling back from, right? Um, yes. It's not just about the value of our cards. Obviously, <clears throat> some of our more expensive cards, we don't want the values to go down. But if you truly like and love that and appreciate that card, I mean... 
you're you're probably holding that for a considerable amount of time anyway, right? I know a lot of people are like, oh, I've always loved this card. I mean, there's like an ongoing joke. They're like, this is my grail, and then they sell it like, right, you know, like a, a year, a year, a year later, or six. You'll see that later. by necessity now, right? So, right. um, <clears throat> I mean, if you're really that concerned about the price of your card, then you probably put too much into it, and you don't really care that much about that card in general. Oh, I mean, really? I've seen it happen with people with houses, right? Like, I have a good buddy who's a real estate agent, and. I mean, he has people calling him, like some people that he sold properties to, and and they're like, "Man, like the prices are dropping." And he's like, "You bought this house to live in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like you living bought this for a little bit. You bought this house to live in, okay? Living so, like, so regardless if the prices are dropping, like live in it. You know what I'm saying? That's so that same right, kind of philosophy for collecting. You bought this card to collect, so keep it in the collection." That's right, Brendan. Um, that's an excellent point. And I do want to say my phone is about to, my Blackberry yep, is about to die. That's all right. So we'll wrap it up. I just want to throw this out there. If you don't mind, I will be on the hockey card gong show tomorrow. We recorded this morning. Brendan would have been really proud of me. I was up in the morning. We did two hours on 1980s Opeachy. It was excellent. I hope you guys check it out. Our hockey fans who are probably sitting through this show today, like where's the hockey? <laughs> that's where the hockey is. Uh, Coach Co, wrap it up for us. You're really good at it. I love it. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to give us a listen. And uh, as always, please do not forget to like, subscribe, comment, share this with your friends. And for now, cardboard coaches are out of here. Peace. Peace.